and welcome back to the Joy of Aquatics. My name is Joy Simons and we are currently in week two of our top teaching tips series. So five to 10 minutes, maybe 15 if it stretches out that long, little snippets each day for about six weeks of the best teaching tips that I can come up with for all of those swimming teachers out there. So second week, this has just kind of been general information this week. And the last tip I wanted to give you this week is games. How can we use games to our advantage and make teaching and learning so much easier? So here's my number one tip. Uh, Plan it. Don't just do it off the cuff. Don't use games as a gap filler because your lesson plan actually finished five or 10 minutes early. I see this happening all the time and it drives me crazy. Okay, I'm going to put it out there. Who uses picking up rings always at the end of the lesson? I challenge you to answer this for yourself. Why? And I'm sorry, But because the kids love it, that is not a good enough excuse. I challenge you to do better. Plan a game. Make sure it is relevant to a skill that you've been teaching, a skill that you've been working on. You guys are so capable of those things. We only get these kids for half an hour. We need to make use of all of those 30 minutes because let's face it, it is a little bit less. By the time we get one group out, the next group in, We're looking at maximum 27 minutes of actually teaching. We need to maximize our time with these kids as much as possible. So if you find yourself with a spare five to 10 minutes at the end of the lesson, I challenge you for the next lesson, plan more. So if you want to plan a game, make sure it is relevant to the skills that you are teaching. So... Hang on, I'm just checking out my notes here because there's a few things that games really should be and the first one is definitely planned. They've obviously got to be safe, okay? And of course we need to make them inclusive. So it's not like, Tiggy, you get tagged, that's it, you're out. We need to make sure that the kids are still involved in the game. That's also going to increase their time on task. So the more we plan it around inclusivity and keeping the kids in the water and engaged and obviously safe the more fun they're going to have the more they're going to learn so again if you are one of those teachers who does picking up rings at the end of every lesson just because the kids love it I challenge you to find something else give yourself a month where you're not allowed to do it for one month where maybe they do something else. Okay, if you want to do a breathing activity or a breathing game, find a different breathing game that you can use. I challenge yourself to broaden your toolbox. Get back into that space where you are creative and imaginative and find something else, plan something else that you can do. There are so many different things. And the best thing about games is they usually don't just work one skill. They might work a whole heap of skills. You might be working on buoyancy, balance, breath control, um, body rotation. You could be working on a whole heap of skills all at once and not even be realizing it. So please plan out your games and have fun with it. 
So that is my top teaching tip. This is how I'm finishing off week number two of our top teaching tips. Again, try and say that fast. I swear, the more I say it, the harder it gets. It's weird. But definitely plan out your games. Biggest tip, especially for our new teachers, don't just go straight to picking up rings. There is so much more you can do. I promise you. It will totally be worth it and the kids are going to love it. All right, next week, still keeping on the theme of some general tips, um, please head over to my Facebook page. It's just Joy Simons. Um, Let me know how you're going. What are you thinking of the tips? Are you enjoying them? What else would you like to hear? I've got some great tips coming up for next week. So until then, stay safe. Happy swimming. Well done. You found it. This is my little secret game. You guys didn't even know about it, but you've stumbled across my secret game. I just wanted to give you guys an extra game at the end. I know we've just talked about games, but I I didn't give you one. So now as a secret, as a little bonus on the end, if you've listened all the way to the end of that little jingle playing, here is my favorite game. It is called Jellyfish. Best done with children who can rock it, have had a little setback and have lost their confidence. So what happens is a noodle goes underneath their armpits and they lean into it and they dangle their arms and they run around on the bottom of the pool and you've got one jellyfish and three fish. So the jellyfish is trying to catch the fish. Once a fish has been caught, they become another jellyfish. So the game can move quite quickly once you've got two or three people that have, or one or two people that have been caught and you've got two or three jellyfish. The best thing about playing this is as they start to get faster, they forget about where they are and what they're doing. And before they know it, they're actually kicking around on the noodle instead of just running. That's what I like about jellyfish. So please let me know how you go with it. Does it work for you? Did it not work for those kids? What other games do you play? Head to my Facebook page. It's just Joy Simons. And uh, let me know how you're going.